discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is. That is why He told Abraham, He said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave Himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God Himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for this evening. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. Who leads and guides us all in every sphere of our lives. Thank you for grace. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You may take your seats in heavenly places where you belong. Wow. I'm glad to be in church. Okay. Last week, Wednesday, I started sharing concerning what? Love, right? So I want to continue along that line. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Alright, so I started sharing concerning like the kingdom of God. I spoke about the kingdom of God and how that we ought to seek the kingdom of God, isn't it? I was just seeking first the kingdom of God and the righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you. That was in Matthew chapter 6, verse 1. Said it there, isn't it? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If you read it there, afore, um, the verses that come before this particular verse, he was talking about how that people are seeking various things what they'll be clothed with, what they'll eat, and all those things, where they'll sleep, and all those things. Hallelujah. Then he mentioned that instead of doing these things, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things that people are asking and looking for and praying for and doing fighting and doing all those things for will be added to you free of charge. And I spoke about how the kingdom of God is not by observation. It's not by physical observation. It's not here or there. The kingdom of God is actually in our hearts. Hallelujah. So when Jesus spoke about seeking the kingdom of God, he talks about it means what we, we know what we know it's to mean, but it also means to seek the love of God that is in our hearts. Hallelujah. Jesus mentioned in John chapter 13. Let's look at let's read, let's start from there. John chapter 13 from verse 34. Uh, as a foundation for his kingdom, he mentioned that we should love one another, isn't it? John 13, 34. It says, A new commandment I give unto you. That ye love one another as I have loved you. That ye also love one another. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. A new commandment I give unto you. That ye love one another as I have loved you. That ye also love one another. So he's talking about the fact that his kingdom, the, the, the foundation of his kingdom is love. Hallelujah. So... We have to walk in love as children of God. It's very important. Without walking in love, <laughs> uh, you'll, be, you'll be making a very, very big mistake. You must learn to walk in love. Okay? You must walk, learn to walk in love. 
if, and if you say you love God and hate your brother, you are, you are a joker. The love of God is actually expressed through your love for your brother. He's not talking about your love for someone who is in the world. Someone who is outside of the church. He's talking about your love for someone who is inside the church. Hallelujah. So in 1 John chapter 4, I'm just trying to recap a little and I'll continue Christ. So 1 John chapter 4 verse 20. Look at 1 John 20 and then 21. If a man say, I love God. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. He is what? He is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? It doesn't work. It doesn't gel. If you say you love God and you hate your brother, the Bible says that you're a liar. Ask me, are you a liar? What are you? What are you? <laughs> Look at the next verse 21. And this commandment have we from him that he who loveth God loveth his brother also. If you love God, then you love your brother also. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah, so we, we, we spoke about the love. The love, you must seek the kingdom of God by seeking and making love your number one goal. Okay? We go to the scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. Isn't it? Let's look at 1 Corinthians 14, 1. Amplify. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. Amplify. This eagerly pursue and seek to acquire this love. Eagerly pursue and seek to acquire this love. Says, make it your aim, your greatest quest. Make it your aim, make it your greatest quest. First Corinthians 13 13. He says, Now this day abide, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of them all is love. You see. Then the next verse is First Corinthians 14 1. He says, Eagerly pursue and seek to acquire this love. The love that God has shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. It's very important. So you can't see you are you can't say you are seeking the kingdom of God. Actually, the kingdom of God is not is not buildings. The kingdom of God is not building. Okay, let me show it to you. Let's look up um, John chapter 18, verse 35. John 18, 35. Jesus is very clear on it. Very, very clear on it. It's not buildings, it's not cars, it's not campgrounds, it's not uh Crusades, what do you understand? Like crusade equipment, it's none of those things. Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own people and nation and, and their chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? Look at the next verse. Jesus. Jesus says that Jesus answered, My kingdom, kingship, royal power belongs not to this world. This is amplified. If my kingdom were of this world, my followers would have been fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is my kingdom is not from here. It's not from this world. It has no such origin or source. It has, it's not of this world. The kingdom of God is not of this world. Have that at the back of your mind. That is why the, the kingdom of God is so big. You know, every kingdom is supposed to have borders. You know that. Every kingdom is supposed to have borders. There's no kingdom that stretches beyond borders. But Jesus' kingdom has no borders. Kingdom means the king's domain. 
the domain of the king. Domain has to do with an area. The internet people call it domain name, isn't it? How many of you know that? Domain name. He's talking about a particular area or a particular place that the website like covers. That's the, that's, the dom- that's the name of that particular website or something like that. Hallelujah. A domain has to do with an area. But the kingdom of God does not have any area. It doesn't have any uh, beginning or end like this is where the kingdom begins and this is where it ends. There's nothing like that. Praise the Lord. It's not physical, it's spiritual. You see. So take it out of your mind. The kingdom of God is not buildings. It's not any of those things. It's none of those things. The kingdom of God is mystical. It's made up of the body of Christ. It's mystical. It's not, you cannot see with your eye. You cannot see with your eye. And you cannot even determine whether the kingdom of, the, the kingdom of God is growing or not growing by virtue of the number of crusades that are being done or by virtue of the number of church, church buildings that are being built. You understand? You can't, you can't do that. That is why we don't know when Jesus will come. He says that when the bride is ready, he will come. Maybe the bride will be ready tomorrow morning or in three minutes' time. One person needs one small understanding, the person gets Jesus will come. Hey! It's not a physical thing. It's a fully spiritual thing. Okay? So the kingdom runs, it runs on, on, on the wheels of love. Without love, it can't work. It cannot work at all. A new commandment I give unto you. That ye love, ye have love one for another. As I have loved you, even so love ye one another. Hallelujah. Take love out of it, it won't work. For instance, someone can be building things, doing things for God, great things, doing wild crusades, preaching powerfully and sweating, having a towel around his back as his face towel. He has a big towel around his so The preaching is so powerful that. It's not a small thing. But for all you know, he's not doing it because of love. He's doing it for various reasons. Fame, money, power, glory, what have you. He can be doing it for so many things. It is only love that any all the things that are engineered or done out of love are the things that stand on that day. You know, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, let's read from verse 11. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Continue, please. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it. Because there's a certain day coming. Since the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Hallelujah. Now, that fire that we are he's talking about here, he says, everyone's work shall be passed through that fire. What fire is he talking about? If you read Revelation chapter 1, you see that Jesus had his eyes burning with fire. Let's look at it. His eyes and his feet were burning with fire. Let's look at it. From Revelation chapter 1, from verse 13. This is John's, when John saw Jesus, this is how it looked like. It says, and in the midst of the seven candles, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and get about the paths with a golden girdle. Get about the paths. The paths means his breast. The girdle is supposed to be on the waist, but his girdle was, upon, was on, around his breast. Hallelujah. Meaning that he cares for the church. Hallelujah. It's, very, it's wonderful. Continue. His head and his hairs were 
white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. His eyes were as a flame of fire. Have you seen it? So on that day, on that judgment day, when you stand before Jesus, he will be staring at you, and you'll be staring at him. His eyes will be burning with fire, and his eyes are the eyes of love. That will reveal you. It will reveal you. I mean, what type of a person, what type of it's not a small thing. It will reveal your heart to yourself. And all the things that you do not do out of love will just be bent. All things you do not do, you see, works that, are, works that are made out of gold and works that are made out of Christ. Like you, you acted out of the life of Christ that is inside you. Those are the works that are, called, are made of gold. Do you understand? Then works that are made out of silver are works that are made at, that you do out of redemption. What you have become out of redemption. Okay? Then works of precious stones. Precious stones are produced from pressure. Pressure from the death of the earth. So works that you did when you were under pressure, like think you were you were supposed to not come to church again because someone offended you. You were under serious pressure, but you still did what God wanted you to do anyway. You are working works of precious stones. And on that day, all those things will be revealed. All the circumstances of your life will just pass before you. Hey, is it not an amazing thing? Years ago, I had a vision. And I saw myself standing before God. I, I didn't know some of these scriptures then. I saw myself standing before God. And it was like a video. It just ended and then I came back. It was as though as I'm living, I was being shown. You get it. And when I passed on, the video ended and they started the judgment. <laughs> so from that day, God told me to live like someone who is being judged already. Hallelujah. You are not going to be judged to be taken to hell. Not at all. You, your judgment is not. There are different types of judgment. There's the judgment of sin. There's the demonic judgment. There's the white throne judgment. The judgment of sin has already occurred in Christ. It's the judgment of sin that takes people to hell. If someone is not judged at that place in Christ, he automatically goes to hell and ends up in the lake of fire. If someone uh, uh, is judged in Christ already, okay, he cannot go to hell because Christ has already been judged for that particular role. Hallelujah. But there's something called the demon seed judgment which is reserved for believers. The purpose is for rewards. It's a place for rewards to give you a reward for what you did in Christ. You didn't do what you're supposed to do. Every time we are faced with an opportunity to do something good, okay, or to do something terrible, something motivated from Christ, or something motivated from, from the flesh, or from your mind. So in Christ, you don't only do good things. Like, oh, this thing is good, let's do it. No, you do what God wants you to do, not what you think is good. You understand what I'm saying? Every man's work shall be made money, for the day shall be clear, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. So you must be conscious of walking in love. You have to be conscious of walking in love. Make sure you don't, you see, don't let offense be something that takes over your heart. Someone did something to you, right now you are angry. You won't talk again. You'll be quiet like Absalom. You don't talk, you don't say good or bad to the person for two years. No, 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 no. That you, you, are, you, are, you are getting into trouble. You, see, you are getting into trouble. You can know whatever you think you, you want to know. Without love, it is nothing. 
1 Corinthians chapter 13 from verse 1. It says, go to 1 Corinthians 13 from verse 1. Love is very important. You must walk in love. It says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity. The word charity is love. It says, if though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. Your tongues are so wild that you have gone beyond that of men. You are into tongues of angels. <laughs> Isn't that an amazing thing? Yeah. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love. It says, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. I'm becoming like what? A sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. So, as you are speaking your tongues, your tongues sounds like this. Give me, play it for me. Let me demonstrate for you right now. Lord, that is your tongues in the ears of God. You are a bunch of nothing, Willie. A bunch of you are just stupid. Yet you are serving God. Everybody seeing you outside sees that you are speaking in tongues. You are a prayer papa. You are a prayer machine. When you start, you don't stop. Machine gun, prayer machine gun. But actually, you are sounding. You are simple. In the ears of God, just making noise. God will lower your volume. You lower your volume. This one we don't want to hear. It's when you are in your car or you are in your house and you are listening to something on the radio and the guy is talking to us. This guy who sings so much when they are playing the original song, he'll be singing behind it. You know that guy. And we will just reduce it. Ah, this guy will just change it to something else. He's making noise. This and become as a, a what? A sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Look at the next verse. Verse 2. And though I have the gift of prophecy, gift of prophecy, Charlie, the guy can see. You know there are people who can see. Yeah. Can see telephone numbers, boxer shorts. The designer, like, like the designer is Hill figure or something. Yeah. <laughs> or, <it's, laughs> or Calvin Klein. He can see the hey, he can see wild things. He can see he can see your house number. He can he can see videos of you where you were last night. Says, Even though I have that gift, so you should know how to measure things though. You don't measure things by yeah, you don't follow people like, oh, this is the person I'm following. Why are you following the person? Because he, he can prophesy. <laughs> you, there's something wrong with you. You've not checked the scriptures very well. You, you've, not, you've not really checked things well. How is the person's love? Some of these people are terrible people. You can't even follow them. You can't even relate to them. I saw some people prophesying in a certain church. After the meeting, they collected offering and stood behind the church and distributed the offering. And they were fighting behind the church. The, the, the initial plan was 50-50. How come you are making it 70-30? It wasn't a small thing. It was a serious fight. Yeah. They call people and tell them, where's your tights? <laughs> you call and tell them, where's your tights? What's your tight this month? Bring your tights. Hey! No love. They are not doing it because they are, they, are, they are gifted. God has gifted them. They are blessed. You see, and the gift and the callings of God are without repentance. If God gives it to you, you don't take it away. Like if it corrupts it, it's up to you. Hallelujah. That's the gift of prophecy. And understand all mysteries. Do you like mysteries? Hey! <laughs> mysteries! The mystery of Aaron's toe. Hey. 
the mystery of the stars and the moon. Wow. Uh, people have preached things. Wow. You have not preached though. You have not preached anything. The dimensions of the cross. <laughs> you, you are here preaching Jesus loves you. You have not preached anything. What are you talking about? People have preached things. Mysteries. Only mysteries. Do you know mysteries? <laughs> the mystery of Jesus' sandals. The, 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 <laughs> the mystery of Jesus' cloak as divided by the, 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 the soldiers at the cross. The division. I mean, what the division meant. Yesterday, someone asked me, Jesus took uh, saw grapes at the cross and his first miracle was turning water into wine. Is there, Pastor, is there a relation? <laughs> is there a relationship? I say, hey, I have never thought about it. I have never thought about it. Mysteries, mysteries. How is it now? Deep things, deep things. Says, I understand all mysteries and all knowledge. All knowledge. You have gathered things. You know things. What? The names of the wise men. <laughs> what? The, the 5,000. The 5,000 men you said, their names. You have decoded their names. Oh, mercy. It's, it's all nonsense, right? He says, and though I have all faith, so even faith too, it's also, it's also part of it. Yeah, it's like you are into faith, like hey, faith, everything. Faith. faith will do things with the people, but love is what makes the people stay. Without love, everyone will not stay. Faith will get things done, but love is what keeps people around you. Charlie, without the love of God, eh, forget about it. All that you are doing is, is nothing, eh? So that I can remove. He doesn't move. This kind of faith does not move mountains. What Jesus said when he was alive was that if you have faith, you can move this mountain. But this kind of faith is so high that it removes. Instead of removing, it takes the mountain away into the sky. That just lets the mountain vanish just like that. Wild faith. Eh? And have not love. Charity, no. It's not the lady charity. It's love. And have not love. I am nothing. The, the amplifies is very, very, very nice. This is a particular verse. You see, it says, "If I have sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains, but I have not have not love. God's love in me. I am nothing. A what? A useless nobody. Hey, you are a willy. You see, there's no nutrients in willy, but we eat it. There's nothing in it. Willy is actually leather boiled. Boiled leather. Boiled shoe." There's nothing in it, but it's very nice. It's not true. The way I look at it, it's like you've not eaten some before. You have eaten some before. It's very nice. Yeah. Especially if it has been in the stew for a long time. And the oil has entered it. Oh, it's very nice. Very, very nice. That's why the ones that has the, <laughs> the inside is round, be like that. <laughs> the stew is locked inside. Since it's nothing, you, if you are chewing, you are just chewing leather. You are not doing anything, really. There's no nutrients. The Bible says that you are like Willie. If you are doing all these things without love, you are just like Willie. And love, like I said, love, God's love is expressed towards people. Towards the children of God. Okay? Love forgives. You go on, it talks about the attributes of love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is, you know, is, does not 
take notice of the things that are that the evil that has been done to it. This is the kingdom of God. This is what this is the life of the kingdom. The life of the kingdom is the life of love. How do we know someone is in the, is in the kingdom of God? John chapter 13, verse 34, 35. Go to John 13, 34, 35. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Verse 35. For by this, this is by this. By what? Did he say by prophecy? Did he say by mysteries? Knowledge of all things. For by this, for by love shall all men know that ye are my disciples. If ye have loved one to another, by love, the hallmark, the, what shows that you are in the kingdom of God and not in another thing, is love. Your love one towards another. So if you have a group that is always fighting amongst each other, this person has done this to me. This person has done that to me. You should know that they are not in the kingdom of God. They are in something else we don't know. They are always scheming. One against the other. Fighting. God. Backbiting. You are into saying things. Are back, you are backing, biting people's back. Eh? You don't say it in front of them. You say it behind them. The person come. The person come. Charlie, what's up? <laughs> Charlie, long time, oh. Long time, oh. Okay, okay, we'll go crush. We'll go crush. As he's going, uh, this guy, he's full, oh. <laughs> no, they're wrong. Every time they do, listen, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. You're a backbiter. Seeing bad things about people. You are in intellectual gossip. What does that mean? They don't plan to gossip. They are just saying something like they want to be all nice about themselves. Actually, they are saying the bad thing. It's a very serious thing. You are not a Christian. You are becoming something else. Serious though. You are becoming something else. You are spiritual gossip. <laughs> let's pray. You never, you never, you never even say let's pray for anybody. You just. Listen, instead of talking, eh, just pray. You can, it's either you are a criticizer or an intercessor. It's what, you, can't be, you can't be two of these. It's either you are one or the other. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, look at, let's look at some of the things love does. Okay? Go to Ephesians. Let's, the last time we ended at Ephesians before. Remember, he says, for by this one. If Jesus God, do you believe in Jesus? You believe that Jesus is the Son of God and is God. You believe. Jesus, you believe in Jesus. And then you must believe what he said. For by this, this is the hallmark. This is what shows that the people are in the kingdom of God. The people are Jesus' disciples. Why were they called, called Christians? They were called Christians because they were, they were people of love. You can say you, like, you, you are in, people are into knowledge. And if you, are, you are into knowledge. Like, don't be that type of person who is into you know, gathering knowledge. Some of these people that we know, you see, if you were in Jesus' day, you may not have attended the church. You know that. You may not. Because Jesus was too simple. Jesus is preaching, and all he says, a certain man, he's always telling stories. A certain man was on his way to from Jerusalem to Jericho and was, was attacked on the way by thieves. Ah! Charlie, you have mystery, sir. You say what? We are looking for mystery. You are talking about a certain man. Deep. This is not deep. This message is not deep. It's like Paul's one is deeper. It's 
Bible says that Jesus' words were towards the Jews. Paul's words are towards Christians. Because like, they, they realize that Jesus Christ is so powerful. And so I went out to sow. You have come to come and learn about, you are talking about planting, sowing, farming, and why? What kind of ministry is that? Planting ministry, sowing ministry. No, no, no. You may not have, you wouldn't have, you would have despised him very, very easily. That scripture that says that he came unto his own, but his own received him not. You would have been part of it. You would not have received him. Because it wasn't deep. It wasn't deep at all. He looked too simple. Normal guys saying normal things. The only wild thing was that he was doing things that nobody had seen before. The people gathered not because of his words, but because there was bread and all that. Really? It wasn't so deep. It wasn't so deep. Yeah, you may not have attended the church. But he was just a man of love. Have you ever you see lepers and you catch the lepers? Wrap your hand around them and give them. Have you as of other than you? You never think about it. Why would you do that? Why would you do something like that? Because you know what can happen to you if you should touch them. But Jesus cared so Bible says that he saw the people scattered like sheep without a shepherd. And he was moved in his bowels with compassion. And he prayed for them and healed them. And fed them. And did so many things for them. Why? Full of love. Full of love. Hallelujah. Love forgives you. I'm going to examine some of those scriptures. Ephesians 4, verse 29. Let's read the Amplified. Amplified is powerful. Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth. But only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others. So you are the thing I are talking about. How does it bring spiritual progress for somebody? You realize, are you realizing that it's like you have to change? You have to change a lot of things about yourself. Yeah. You have to change. Your communication is bad. Evil communication. Yeah. You see, you talk too much. You don't say the right thing. The scripture that says that whatever is good, whatever is uh, whatever, all those things. If there be anything, if there be whatever, whatever, just think on these things. These are not the things we think about. This person has done this, this person has done that, this person has done this person has said this one here, this person has How is that love? How is that love? Jesus never responded to some of those things. You never did. You read the Bible very carefully. You realize that the disciples were even calling concerning who be great. Who be great. They were thinking about greatness. You were calling about it. And the propounders, the people who stirred that particular discussion the most, were James and John, the sons of Zebedee. They spoke about it to the extent that they brought their mother. They went, it became, they brought parents inside the thing. <laughs> it was so that they brought the Bushina into the thing. <laughs> brought the mother, come and come and say something for us. It's not necessary. Okay? It's not necessary. Tell your neighbor, those things are not necessary. You see, and you, you see, you be, it's church that you be offended though. Do you know that? It's church, church, in church that you'll be offended, you're offended. Offense is part of it. It's part of life. People will do things against you. It's called spiritual attack. I preached a message on spiritual attack some, some years ago. Spiritual attack is not what you've been thinking about and seeing in Kuma movies, Nigeria movies. The demon will come and then will throw thunder. 
and then he will hit the guy. To hit the pastor, and the pastor will go back like that. The pastor will come forward and charge him, pray in a certain way, and then the thing will hit the guy. It's not like that, those spiritual battles. Who is this man is fighting spiritual battles? It's not this man. Thoughts. Thoughts. Eh? Thoughts and things, little, little things that people do. That's when you are starting to move on, you are, you are becoming better in God. Then someone will say something bad about you. You hear someone saying something bad. It's a clear spiritual attack. Clear. I mean, don't let anybody change your mind. It is a clear spiritual attack. Oh, yeah. Uh, which one? What were you thinking about? You think it's like you are sleeping and then some dream? What is dream? It will not happen. Nothing will happen to you. But real spiritual attack is. It's those things like uh, 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 someone gossiping about you, someone saying something bad about you, someone offending you, someone stepping on your toe. I haven't read a final quest before. What, what are some of the things you spoke about? Envy, bitterness, strife, jealousy, anger. These are spiritual attacks. There are demons, head demons in charge of these things. They can make you jealous. They can bring some divisions. Party spirit. I belong to this place. I don't belong to this group. I, if they can do that, oh, they have gotten you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Go back, go back to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, where we're reading. You see it. We're reading verse 29, isn't it? Let no foul, polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, as is fitting to the need and occasion, that it may be a blessing and give grace, God's favor to those who hear it. Next verse. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Do not offend or vex or sadden him by whom you were sealed, marked, branded as God's own, secured for the day of redemption. Of final deliverance through Christ from evil and the consequences of sin. Verse 31. Let all bitterness, have you seen it? Let all bitterness and indignation and wrath, passion, rage, bad temper, and resentment, anger, animosity, and quarreling. Quarreling, brawling, clamor, contention, and slander, evil speaking, abusive or blasphemous language be banished from you with all malice, spite, ill will, or baseness of any kind. It is animals that set traps for each other. You don't do that. Someone talks and you, ah, you are following my trap. You see. What? You are into setting, are you a hunter? <laughs> you are into setting of traps. What's the meaning of that? He has fallen into my trap. Hey! Why? Animosity. Bitterness. Bitterness. You will develop cancer very soon. You will develop cancer very, very soon. They say having resentment for somebody is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Bitterness. When you see the person in your heart, just something goes to your heart like that. Who's suffering? Is it you or the other person? are the ones suffering. Just open up your heart. Allow yourself to be offended. Decide that I will be offended, but I will love anyway. What didn't we do to Jesus? What did Jesus What wrong did Jesus do? They beat him. Let me show you a scripture. Go to 1 Peter 2 from the 17. 
honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. It's good to honor the king. Stop insulting your president. You pray for him in the morning and curse him in the evening. You are making, you are not, you see, so a lot of people are not. Church is not a place for politics. Christianity is not politics. Don't be giving your life for unnecessary things. You have friends who are MPP people. Like in church, they are MPP. MPP is in church. NDC is in church. You only talk to the NPP guys. Are you okay? Ah, I'm surprised. He says, love the brotherhood. Eh? He calls it the brotherhood. Hmm? He calls it the brotherhood. If you hear a church that calls it the brotherhood of something, don't think that's a bad thing. It's in the Bible. I went to a funeral somewhere. And they said the pastor was from brotherhood of something, something. My mom said, hey, brotherhood. <laughs> then the scripture came to me. I said, oh, yes, sir. Nice meeting you. <laughs> I just greeted him happily. Fear God, another king. Verse 18. Very, very interesting scriptures. Okay. Servants. Say servants. Servant. Say servants. Be subject to your masters with all fear. And this is not only to the good and gentle. Not only to the ones who be good and nice to you. Otherwise, you're a leader, and there's another leader ahead of you, or you're a church member, there's a leader. Your leader is not nice. You are, you know that your leader is not nice. Then your leader himself knows that he's not nice. <laughs> this, be subject to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the forward. Amplified. That's what amplified. You don't understand forward. Do you? You don't. You who are council servants, be submitted to your masters with all proper Respect not only to those who are kind and considerate and reasonable, but also to those who are surely overbearing, unjust, and crooked. Do you understand one who is who's crooked, unjust, and he's hurting you? You know very well he's hurting you. What is supposed to be your response? Those are next verse. King James. For this is thankworthy. If a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully, you expected to suffer wrongfully. Suffer in silence. It's called obey before complaint. Just be happy. You got an exit. Have you ever read your Bible in this book? Have you ever read it before? For what glory is it if when you be buffeted for your faults, you shall take it patiently? If you are beaten because of your wrong, and you take it patiently. There's no difference. Even the God, the unjust do the same thing. But if when you do well and suffer for it, you take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. This is acceptable with God. Eh? I saying it. If when you do well, you do well and you suffer for doing well. Just take it patiently. You are, it, this is acceptable with God. Continue. Verse 21. For even hereunto where we were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving as an example that ye should follow his steps. Follow his steps. Go to the next verse. So nice. Who did no sin? Neither was God found in his mouth. He didn't, nothing bad came out of his mouth. Continue. Verse 23. Who, when he was reviled, amplified, amplified, reviled, you don't understand. Is it true? You don't understand. Is that how you read amplified or you buy a big dictionary by your Bible? As you are reading, you check. This I have never seen it in my life. And then you check. Okay. So that you can understand your Bible. Stop reading it like you understand everything. Sometimes even that thou, you don't understand. Thou shalt, you don't understand what's going on. Just change your Bible, okay? You will not read your spirituality will not do if you read BBE. <laughs> it's like in James is the deep Bible, isn't it? It's not. 
He says, when he was reviled and insulted, and I wanted you to see that. To revile means to insult. So our Lord was insulted by human beings he created with his own hand. Some people woke up early in the morning and spat on Jesus' face. Morning. Have you realized how bad your breath is in the morning? Even when you, you brush in the night. <laughs> they weren't using petrodent, cold gates, close up, and those things. They weren't using any of those things. Somehow, early in the morning, he didn't brush in the night. Early in the morning. Not one person or two. A lot of people, they spat on him. Like that. And he sorted him. Look at his head. He's the one who says he can do everything. <laughs> when he was reviled and insulted, he did not revile or offer insult in return. There are people fighting cars over 10 pesos. Mate! Mr. Kanoi! Oh, media man, I've given you back your change. No, 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 you forgive my change. Give it back to me. Oh, I've given it to you. You are fighting in car. Over 20 verses or 10 verses. Why would you see? Giving has not entered your spirit yet. Let it go. He needs it more than you do. Says when he was reviled or insulted, he did not revile or offer insult in return. And some people say, Hey, me, am I the one you're talking to like that? Okay, let me put my Bible down. You know, there was a story concerning these two ladies who were quarreling, and the pastor was there with them. Pastor came to come and solve their problem for them. As we were calling, the, the pastor was talking. One of the ladies stood up and said that, Let, I'm laying this Bible aside and I'll face it. Now, she did, there was no Bible there. She didn't have a Bible. The, woman, the other woman didn't have a Bible. The pastor didn't have a Bible. He was just talking to them, counseling them through scriptures that he's, he knows. The woman stood up and said, I'm laying this Bible aside. Which Bible is she talking, she's talking about? She's talking about the faith. I'm laying the faith aside just so that I can face this person. Hey, what is moving on? What people can do? This is a type of people. And women's fellowship. That's why a lot of churches these days don't have women's fellowship. Yeah. But you have a lot of things happening that there are witches and wizards sitting in the fellowship. So there's nothing on. Hey. They can insult, they can do everything, they will beat you. They will beat you. Yeah. Says me, I don't quarrel, I beat. <laughs> Don't quarrel. I beat. I'm the beating type. When he was abused and suffered, he made no threats of vengeance. You see the life we've been called to. And sorting. <laughs> Never, you don't say that you know me. Who are you? Who I am? I'm a child of God. <laughs> he made no threats of vengeance, but he trusted himself and everything. To him who judges selling. This, this is a life we've been called to. This is suffered living as an example. Are you, have you realized that you've not gotten to this point? Not with any of the brethren. So don't, don't get into those things. These are the things I don't like about churches. That's why I don't, I don't go to church. Hey. Remember, the church is a hospital. The church is a hospital. Everybody is not correct. You are when you examine yourself. When you look at yourself, you realize that <laughs> there's little to be desired in, about you. I mean, it's the grace of God that's located you. 
these days, the churches he has been to, they all have ACs in their church, and he was offended. He said he doesn't understand. They are wasting money. Yeah. So he doesn't go to church because of that. Such nonsense. So the devil is using that to take him to hell. He doesn't know. You'd be surprised at the little, little... People have made contact with the church in various ways, in various forms, and have left the church because of little, little things. There are a lot of people who have been to churches, but they are no more in church because of offenses, little, little things. The usher did not talk. The pastor is what? The pastor is rich. You want him to be poor. You want the pastor to be poor. Why? You, you don't like poverty. You want the pastor to, to be poor. No, it doesn't make sense. That's for that thing. When I think about it, uh, I just don't understand. I think about it a lot. I'm like, ah, why? Why? One pastor was taking, they were, they were taking him on the motorcade. The motorcade was so wild in South Africa. It was horses. Have you seen it? I don't want to mention his name. It was horses, horses that were leading him. And he was sitting in a very, 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 very nice car. Some wild Rolls Royce that, like one of its kind. Hey, white! And white horses with people sitting on it about 12, 6 years, 6 years, in front of him. And he was just coming. Be- hey! And a commentator was behind. The man of God is coming. Healing is coming. Hey, it was not his one. I said, this is powerful. And the news, the news agency caught it and said, look at what the pastor is doing. And so what? And so what? And is that, is your money? <laughs> people are insulting them. People are insulting them for what they are saying. Insulting the news agency for what they did. Why, why do you go and, why? What is your problem? It is a church, the church members know his value. And they like him. And he's a very good man of God. He's actually, he's a very, very good man of God. I know him. Very, very good. And when we talk about prophets and prophecy, clean prophecy around, He's one of them. He can yeah, prophesy to you. Clean. No gimmicks, nothing. Clean prophecy and help you and show you do this. You do it. You get your results. You come with your testimony. Finish. No, let's come and see me in chambers with $500. Nothing like that. Right then, then let's finish that thing. Go home and go and be happy. If you come and sow a seat, fine. You are so people, when you do it like that, you see, there are two types of ways of making money in the church. Two types. Right, it you? Two types. There's one, one is called making merchandise. And one is called sowing and receiving. Uh-huh. Jesus went to the church one day. When he got there, he saw the people selling oil, tilit, shofar, necklace, water, what? Pigeons, sheep, goats, cow, lamb, goats, junior goats. They were, they, were, they were changing money because people were coming from different, different places. They were changing naira into dollars. They were changing CDs into dollars. They were changing pounds into dollars. They were changing, they were money changes, all kinds of things. You know what Jesus did when he got there? When he got there, he scattered everybody. He pushed everything down. He went for kings. Came and lashed everybody, overthrew their chest, and nobody could say anything about it. He said, My father's house shall be called the place of the house of prayer. You have made it the den of thieves. Now, remember the people were selling things that were needed for worship. All the things that were selling were things that were needed, they were required for worship. Pigeons are required for worship. Lambs are required for the sacrifice. What else? The goats, everything, bull, bullock, whatever. Someone said, hen, fowl, chicken, cock. <laughs> What's the female for hen? Uh-huh. <laughs> A lot of people don't know the difference. Hen is a female. Their generic name is fowl. Isn't it? So hen is a female. 
male is a cock and the female is a, the other is cockerel. Which one is cockerel? <laughs> Amazing. They were selling this is it's in the Bible, John chapter 2. I'm not the one saying it's in the Bible. They were selling things that were needed. Eh? They were selling what? It's like the amplified is night. I'm seeing market marketplace and all that. Let's go, go to the amplified. Then he, he to those who sold that those he said, Take these things away out of here. Make not my house, my father's house a house of merchandise, a marketplace, a sales shop. See? And there are ministries like this now. The oil is required for service. You know, it's needed. Jesus prayed, he told his disciples that when you go and you're healing the people, anoint them with oil and pray for them. So oil is not bad. Anointing with oil and praying for the sick is not bad. Do you understand? That's not evil. In James chapter 5, he says that when you go out there, if is anybody sick, let him invite the elders and let them pray the prayer of faith over him, anointing with oil, and he shall be rise, rise up again. Is that not so? So it is not bad. Oil is not bad. It's not demonic. It's correct. But these days, there are types. They are red, they are green, there's blue, black. There's black. The black is for the killer, like, killer. You know, very well, like, you understand? Like, if you want something very, something to have, emergency oil, like, this is emergency oil, and it's thousand Ghana. They may not say it on the TV, but it's like, if you come, it's thousand Ghana. Oh, I had a very sad story. An old lady who needed something done for her daughter, and they went to the man of God. The man said, oh, the cost is 2,500 Ghana cities for the miracle to happen. So she went to collect money from the bank. Old woman went to collect. She was looking. She, her daughter is 40. She's not married. So she wants her daughter to be married. So she and her daughter went to go and see them. And the man said, oh, bring 2,500 is done. She went to borrow and brought the money. And the man said, oh, after uh, two weeks or three weeks, something wild will happen. Three weeks passed, nothing happened. Four weeks passed, six weeks, nothing happened. So the man came back to come and tell him that, oh, Charlie, nothing happened. Oh. The man said, hey, so what, what has that got to do with me? Stand up, stand up and go away. Stand up and go away. Stand up and go away. The money is, is for is whatever. You to go and go and on the God will do it. So go, go away. God will do it. Can you imagine? If God will do it, why did you take my money? 2,500 Ghana cities. Hey, it's not a small thing. Oh. Is that love? Is that love? What is not love? It's not love in any way. That's wickedness, isn't it? If it was my grandmother, I would have gone in and bombed the guy. I will just bomb him out of his office. Boom! Like that. It's amazing. One, uh, uh, two ladies went to see a certain prophet. And they got a ticket. The ticket was 500 ganasins. I'm telling you. You get, get a ticket and you see him. It's got a ticket was 500 ganasins. So they were in the queue. When they got there, they, as they were presenting their problem, the man of God was also talking. So they couldn't hear what the man of God was saying. After their time was over, they told them, okay, so your time is out. It's over. Kind, kindly get out. When they got out, they stood out and said, Charlie, did you hear what the man said? The other woman asked, did you hear what the man said? Who said, oh, we didn't hear what the man said. They said, yeah, we have, we have, we have thrown five in a gun at the other It's amazing. So that's the first type of, like, whatever. It's making merchandise. The second type is sowing and receiving. Sowing and reaping, or giving and receiving, purely by your heart. That's found in Second Corinthians nine For starting the ministry to the saints, it is superfluous for me to write to you. Continue. For I know that 
the forwardness of your mind, for which I boast of you to them of Macedonia, that Achaia was ready a year ago, and your zeal has provoked very many. Since your offering was ready a year ago. Continue. Yet have I sent the burden, lest our boasting of you should be, be in vain in this behalf, that I, as I said, you may be ready. Go to verse 6. By this, by this I say, he which soweth sparingly, shall reap what? Sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Verse 7. It shows you how to sow, how to give. Every man according as he purposes it in his heart. So no prophetical coercion for money. Like if, you, it's like if you sow this kind of seed, this is the kind of blessing that you are going to get. You understand? Like if you sow $5,000, the sets of blessings are these. Number one, your marriage will come in the next five, five days. Number two, this one will happen. Number three, this one. Like sets. You understand what I'm saying? A package. It's, it's according to the heart. There must be package. There are packages, but it's according to the heart. Whatever you want to give is up to you. Of course, God had packages. You know, God had packages for His offerings. There was the bull. There was the sheep. There was dam. It was in sizes, according to your strength. You understand? But what the bull does is the same as what the sheep does, and what the sheep does is the same as what the dam does. Amazingly, it was the same thing. That's what it was, it was according to your strength, what you can do. So as a man purposes, so let him give, not grudgingly. The way it has been done, merchandise is by grudging things. Like, you are, no, I don't want to do it, but you see if I don't do it, the offering, the, whatever. Not grudgingly, of necessity, for God loved a cheerful giver. Those of us who do it like this are richer than those who do it by merchandise. Do it the way God wants to do. Ash. Money. You always have money to do what you raise men, not money. If you raise men, you will have more money than you can think of to do what you are supposed to do. Raise men and not money. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hallelujah. Ministry is an interesting thing, isn't it? So love, walk in love, okay? Walk in love towards all men. And you'll be shocked at what God will do in your life. Hallelujah. Let's read Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3 from verse 12. How come I spoke about this? I was talking about that man of God who was being led by the horse, isn't it? Yeah. He doesn't do much advice. No, no selling of anything. Selling is bad in the church. Selling is not supposed to be done in the church. Jesus demonstrated it too. But it's like his followers are doing something else. And they like it. He said that this is what we will do. Jesus, we like Jesus, but this is what we do. We are doing it. What can you say? As well. Say as well. Say it again as well. Yeah. Be smart, be wise. Know who to follow, okay? Don't follow someone because of power when you follow him because of his love. If you don't see love, you will not make contact with the spirit. If you get closer, you're not observing love. You're not observing freedom. In the spirit, liberty in the spirit. Leave that place. Even in a place where there's divisions, divisions. Like every pastor has his own group. You see, in this church, we have groups. But the group does not mean that you cannot flow with another person. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that at all. If you are like, I'll call you and blast you, and maybe slap you or something. Spiritual slap. It will come in your dream. I'll pray. You don't, you don't do that here. But in some churches, I know, I know a certain church. Eh? It's very interesting. 
you know, and the people normally like the prophets. They don't like the pastors. The pastor is like, you're not powerful. It's like, pastor, you're only teaching, you're only talking, there's nothing supernatural about you. But when Jesus came, he was preaching and teaching. He preached, taught, and healed. Healing was one, was one out of three of what he did. Preaching and teaching was two out of three. So if pastors are doing teaching and preaching, it's like they are not powerful enough. But when the prophet comes, it's like some demonstration of power. I see. <laughs> I see. <laughs> hey. Hey, you see also. So all the rich people, they start gravitating towards that, that prophet. The rich people, they don't have time. My <laughs> pastor, Pastor Michael said, they don't have time. So they need someone to look on the road for them. They need, if they are traveling, oh, they will come and see the prophet. Prophet, check if the road is clear so that I can. <laughs> check if the road is clear before I go. That's 5,000 Ghana. The prophet will look. It's clear. You can go. 5,000. So this guy was in a certain church. We're dead, we're dead with the pastor and everything. And I said, Oh, he's leaving the church. And he took all the rich people away. All the iron rod sellers, all the actually all the curtain sellers, all the cement sellers. He took everyone. So he went to build, he built his church within two days. I mean, because he has the offering was in cement in all those things. Why do you bring someone's building to build yours? It's not terrible. On the judgment day, it will be very interesting. It's not the glamour, the glitz, how nice the place is and everything. Do you know what he did to get what he had got? Hallelujah. Yeah. So, love the brethren. He says, love the brotherhood. Love the brotherhood. Peter said that a more, a, 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 a love covers a multitude. So let's look at that scripture. 1 Peter 4. Let's see. Yeah. And above all things, have fervent charity. Above all, you understand that? Amplified. Let's read Amplified. Above all things, have intense and unfailing love for one another. Above all things, above all the things that you would do in the house of God, let this be your hallmark. For love covers a multitude of sins, forgives and disregards the offenses of others. That's basically this book I want to preach to you. This scripture is everything that I want to see to you. Allah covers the monitors. It forgives and disregards the offenses of others. It gives people the benefit of the doubt. Oh, maybe he did it, he did it because he didn't, he didn't really see. Let's leave it. Let's let it. Let's just be happy. Prophecies are in Christ. There's neither male nor female. The, sometimes the female character is like that. It doesn't want to forgive. I don't know if you guys can flow. You can insult. Insult is greeting. Insult is greeting. But I have friends who do call me. I'm their pa- I'm pastor. They know I'm pastor. But they call me. Hey, Charlie, what's up? They will say something very terrible. But it's their greeting. That's how they, they knew we knew each other before I became a pastor. And they still see me like that. Even though they will let me pray for them. Just two days ago, some of them were here from Australia and all that. They said, Pastor, please pray for us. They wanted to do that. I said, oh, stand up, stand up, stand up. My own friends, I heard they had like, prayed for them and then they all sat in the and went away. They go back abroad and go back to the world. But the greeting is, is something. It's not edifying, so I won't say it. My wife says it's not edifying, so I won't say it. It's very serious. But I, sometimes you can see guy, guys crying, look, hey, what? This person was like, go, come on for there, come on for there. Two minutes later, Charlie, Charlie, I don't go. So, you get, 
you get some you get some indomie for there. I mean, we'll just flow. But being womanish lets you become some way. Yeah, woman, I can womanish. God doesn't want that. You understand? Yeah, be, be feel free, just flow. Let's be happy. You understand? Let's be happy. No divisions, no divisions. Above all, have intense and unfailing love for one another. For love covers a much of sin. For gives and disregards the offenses of others. Verse, verse, verse 9. This practice hospitality. If you realize you are not hospitable enough, go and see Pastor Faith. She will take you to hospitality school in Accra and everything will become fine. You become hospitality oriented. When you see someone, the first thing you do for the person is to give the person cook or give the person something, water or something. Why? You realize you are not the nice person. Just, just go for hospitality training or come for serious spiritual prayer. Like, we'll pray for you. Which one? Pastor will sort you out. Hallelujah. Practice hospitality to one another. Those of the household of faith, be hospitable, be lovers of strangers with brotherly affection for the unknown guests. Someone has come into the church fresh. So it's the first time when the person comes into the church. After church, nobody talks to the person. When we finish service now, in Jesus' name, amen. This is not my type. Which, which, what is your type? Which one is your type? Oh, don't do that. Tell you, but don't do that. Be a lover of strangers with brotherly affection for the unknown guests, the foreigners, the poor, and all others who come your way who are Christ's body. And in each instance, do it ungrudgingly, cordially, and graciously, without complaining that as representing Christ. Rise up on your feet and let's close. I mean, it's, it's enough. Hallelujah. Welcome to give you to give you grace to love. Talk to God. Tell God to give you grace. Father, help me. Give me grace to love my neighbors, to love the brotherhood, to have a faint love for the brothers that are in the house of God. For by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one for another. Grace. Lift up your hands and receive grace. 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 Grace to do what you want us to do, Lord. Grace to love. Grace to love. Grace to walk in love. Lord, I have such a manere. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.